Hello and welcome to Health Binge, episode 12. Episode 12. Episode 12. It's over. No more health for me. No more health for you. What have we got coming up? We're going to do your Stephen's Diary and Food Diary as normal. We're going to take a look back on the stuff we've done over the last 12 weeks and that all-important way in. Mm. But before we start, I've got a present. Ah, excellent. The couple that we are. I've got a bottle of bubbly. Brilliant. Because you always need to work hard sauce. I beg to be in Joanna Lumley. I don't know how to open it and I don't want to fuck it up. Kind of looking forward to this now. It's super very satisfying, isn't it? This was a long and arduous sort of a project, a big undertaking, and to actually be at the end of it. It wasn't like anything we'd ever done before, essentially. But God, you're making a right arse, that is. <sighs> no wonder Michael Schumacher is right. <laughs> yeah, because it was all that champagne he was failing to open. Excellent. That was a pathetic pop. Once you pop the fond, it won't stop. To me. To me, and all the things that I do. In all who's ailing you. So tell us about your week. Better, better, better than that. Stephen's Stephen's diary. Ah, that was I think after 12 weeks we'll be able to go in tandem on something like that. Yeah, well I forgot the, I forgot the jingle. So my week, it was a week of, it was heading towards a week of two halves, but it became a sort of a week of a third and two halves. A third and... Yeah, I know it was going to be a week and a third there, but no, it actually became a... Okay, so why is that? What happened? Galway didn't go as planned in terms Oh, of yeah. Sorry, I was drinking. It didn't go as planned in terms of... They took it in. It was raining. Well, just in terms of the exercising, that didn't go... Well, no, the exercise went okay, but I didn't get my run in. So but I did do a lot of What work. happened was you went and did a load of drinking and you didn't do your running. That was kind of in the mix. I did do a walk on the prom and I did do a good bit of walking, but I didn't do, do my running. So you could have just walked a lot quicker? I, I, like, I did, did get out for them, but it was just a mixture of... It's just hard to organise the whole freaking thing. It's not hard to organise your own. You do it on your own. You do do it on your own, but even just... You're not fucking Forrest Gump running from, like, Alabama to, to the Pacific. But even just in terms of, like, okay, I turn around and I go, right, I'll go for a run. And then my stuff is all in the car and the car is parked a few kilometres away. And I was like, ah, for God's sake. No, that's, that's a piss poor excuse. So it was things like that. Uh, also, my eating wasn't great up there. Of course, it wasn't because you 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 just it, had to balance out not exercising with eating not, badly. But it wasn't uh, it wasn't terrible. But it it kept le- every time I'd have a good day and then a bad night. That was about the size of it. Like a prostitute. <laughs> so what did you do? Take us through your days. The first day I went up was the Wednesday. We did the boarding. The stand-up paddleboarding yeah. with Kev Grant and Luna the surfing dog. And Luna the surfing dog. And straight away afterwards, I had to go to Galway. Now, I was hungry and I had to grab something, so I grabbed a burger. Ah, oh, Stephen! And then I did my show, and the show went okay. And then I went and had a few drinks. And the drinks were okay. <laughs> and then I had... Consult your little book of guilt. And then I had pizza and chips. Oh, so I was off to a bad start. I hope you're back up to eighteen, twelve now by by this pizza and chips and a burger and chips and a load know, of pints. Yeah, I know, I know. In one day. And then the following day, I you're did. worse than Jimmy Savile. That's awful. <laughs> the following day, I was up again, and I went. I didn't get breakfast, but I got a kind of an early lunch, and I got garlic mash with a chicken fillet for my lunch. Ooh, how do they make garlic mash? I don't know, but it was gorgeous. What was in it? Just like... Probably mesh with a bit of garlic. That sounds gorgeous. Yeah, it was really nice. It was in a place called Vina, Vina Mara or something, I think it's called. Up near Charlie Burns Bookshop in Galway. It's a great bookshop. Oh, yeah, you, you did a Snapchat. 
I did, yeah. You did a Snapchat of the, the picture, yeah, and I was I, looking at that going, yeah, he's not getting away with that. That's poppycock of the highest order there. Because it was just this big plate of, like, rich sauce and, and stuff. There was rich sauce in it, all right. But I don't know what kind of sauce. Okay, and what after that? And then I did two shows that night. In the show, the second show, they had free pizza for the audience, and I had a slice. Johnny Graham is to blame. And then Danny later for some more pizza and chips. You in a pizzeria? Yeah. So you had two instances of pizza and chips in the one. Well, day. no, I just had pizza, a slice of pizza earlier. Then there was the pizza and chips, which I'm putting firmly at Danny Ryan's door. Jesus, Galway is truly your your Las Vegas. That's awful. And then the following day, and there was drinking then again that night. I imagine. Oh, there was drinking. Yeah. Did you at least run to the pub? No. No. <laughs> Okay, what did you do the next day? Did you get up early? Uh, yeah, I was tired for a lot of the day because it's a drink the night before and up early. But we could have stayed that night and we didn't. We came home, which was no harm for me because I kind of needed to get... Yeah, after uh, this crazy lifestyle that is I also, Yeah, I also had my eye on the ball for the podcast and the way in and everything. So I was kind of like, I need to get out of this. Well, I'm glad to know you had your eye on ball. The last day in Galway, then I had Thai red curry with chips. Like, what did you do during these days? Well, I had a gig the first night. The second night, I had two gigs. That's like an hour or two out of your day. It is. Where did the the other 22 hours go? Well, uh, like, the first day, I didn't have any real time in Galway. I just did the gig, went to the Roisin, and had a few jars and went to bed. Okay, so... On the Thursday, in between eating pizza and chips twice and having your garlic mash and chicken fillet. So that's say so I got two up, hours I got and then you the had the other hours of doing your gig. So there's like 10 hours left there in the day. I got up in the morning. Well, I actually got up around midday or one, somewhere around that vicinity that day. And went for a walk around Galway City looking in the shops and things. Just, you know, passing a while. And I went mm. for my lunch and then I went back. I needed to get ready because I had to do a kind of a video aud- audition. So that took a bit of time and then I had to edit it all together. And I hadn't the software on my computer so I had to find software to do the editing and came back down after that in order to flyer for the show. At least you were out walking. Oh yeah, it's stressing as well because you're kind of going, ah, no one's going to turn up, it's going to be awful. And in fact, we had two shows in the first show. We had about a dozen in, which was fine. The thing was, they were very quiet and it was just like, oh, it was like pulling teeth. Were they quiet or were you not funny? No, I was hilarious as proven by the fact that we had a full room for the later show and it we just, yeah, it went brilliantly. Okay. So it was just the first show was really... So what, what else did you do in, in that time in Galway? Because there's a lot of free time there that could have been running. You see, I got up late, went for my lunch. Now, the next day, I went for my big long walk out in Salt Hill. That's good. You walked on the beach? Yeah. And this was the day I didn't go drinking in the evening. I just had my tirade curry and chips and I had a tiffin bar in the evening. Time. Did you wear a monocle while you were eating it? No, no, just my regular clothes. Nothing know, at all. Suit and shirt. Okay, the <laughs> next day following day I had the trick of I really wanted to get back into my run but I had a match against Ballybricken and I didn't want to be then not able to wag for the match so went to the match not able to what? not able to wag to wag? yeah not able to wag okay so I went to the match came on the second half I was actually busting for a bit of road you know the way when you're (laughs) kind (laughs) of yeah I'd had a small bit of break from my run and things, so I was feeling fresh. You're talking all sorts of jingo today. <laughs> I'm busting for a bit of road. I was feeling fresh. So I went. Always <laughs> done mad things to you. So I went out to the the match against Belly Britain. Came on the second half. I was looking to get into it a bit more, but I was kind of told to stay on the edge of the square, which sort of limited my ability to you know go for a big long run to make yeah. big runs and things. After the match, then I got back into my eight and a half kilometre walk. Good. And the following day, then went for my run again. I was back on track for my run. Found it heavy that day. I found my my legs heavy. I think it was probably because of the match the previous day. 
and your body was starting to go well fuck this this is done or not you know it wasn't used to i think it's i don't think so i think it's more the alternating if i'm doing a match or training i think my legs just are more tired from sprinting and stuff the following day then i did my run football training and then i did my walk 20k and training yeah and the train involved a lot of running and then how did you feel after that oh i was in bits yeah yeah, it was just my body was like, uh, what's going on? Cursing the name of the city it drives. Yeah, and then this morning I went for my big run. You did? Okay, well done. And like after yesterday, my legs were just like, stop, stop doing this. Stop. What are you doing to me, Kate? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, dickhead. <laughs> okay, well, out of the last seven, is when we were recording, you said you were going to do 20k a day. Mm. How many of the last seven days did you do that? One, two, two out of five. It was Galway just to throw me off my trail and thing. The foul mistress. Also, like I know from the way I was this morning that if I actually had done it any other days, I would have been dead. Which brings a more negative feeling up in you? Drinking so much or missing your runs? Missing my runs. Yeah? Yeah. The drinking actually doesn't really bother me. Cause it's, it's, the, so, it's, it's, the, so it's the eating with the drinking. If I go in for a few drinks, I'm not so bothered. But if I compound it by eating badly afterwards, that sort of makes me go, oh, that was awful. Well, that's all psychological. Like, you can totally tell yourself, I don't need pizza after oh, I yeah. a beer. And I, I do. Like, I wasn't... There's other times I wasn't bad. It was just in Galway, I was. Well, fuck Galway. Mm-hmm. Right, we've been through your active week. Give us your food week. Food diary. Wider than a mile. <laughs> <laughs> um, the day of the pedalboard, and I hadn't eaten until it was like five o'clock, and that was probably a bad thing, and led into me getting the burger and chips on the way to Galway. Yes. Um, Where did you get the burger and chips? McDonald's. Oh, not even a good burger and chips. A pissy fart fucking burger yeah, and chips. I, I stopped into the drive-thru because I was in a rush. Oh, I can't think of a sadder image than that. You didn't even get a nice burger and chips. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you ate it on your own in your car. While that driving. That sucks. Like, if you had killed somebody because you were eating that, that would have been the worst happenstance ever. Uh, no, I wasn't going to kill someone while eating a burger. I'd just kind of go... <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And I got my pizza and chips then later after I met from Chipper or a pizzeria kind of on Main Guard Street in Galway. So next day? Next day then I had my garlic mash with chicken fillet. Uh-huh. And then the evening I had my pizza with chips. Again, Johnny Graham. And Danny Ryan. <sighs> combining to try to sync my progress. Because I'm so <laughs> unable <laughs> to say no. Following day, then I had my Thai red curry with chips added out in Salt Hill in a kind of a Chinese place. A Chinese place has an official race now. Well, it's it was, it was, it was, it was like Asian cuisine. It's I don't think it was Chinese. It was probably something else. Yeah, I don't love these kind of pan Asian restaurants that they were like, oh, we've got the best of everything when they just make shit of it all. No, I thought it was quite nice. No, I was, uh, and then the evening I had a Tiffin bar. Oh, which I quite like. I like Tiffin. Go on the next day. Next morning, I got up. I had two heat of Bix. Two heat of Bix. Put any fruit in it? No, just wheat of Bix. And I had paella for my dinner. Paella. And I had a cappuccino after that. In Galway? No, this is all at home. And the following day, I had. You made paella at home? Um, my father did, yeah. From scratch? Yeah. Class, how did you do that? Like in the frying pan, the big, big. What did he put with it? Like fish? Frying pan. No, um, just chicken and chorizo. Fair enough. Okay, go on. And then the following day, I had two wheat bakes, and I had paella. Sweet. And I had two fat-free yogurts. That's very good. I just don't understand how yogurt is like gets away with being fat-free. Like, is it genuinely? Yeah, that's why they can write fat-free yogurt on it. Yeah, it's just half my glass. <laughs> okay, go on. And then yesterday. I had Italian veg and beef stir-fry. Italian veg? What constitutes Italian veg? That's what it is. Does it have a weird accent? Oh, okay. It was like a frozen Frozen, yeah. Okay. Well, the beef wasn't. It was just veg with Italian veg in a frozen packet. And stir-fried it in with the beef. Fair enough. 
then I had a cappuccino. You still got these packets? Yeah. Okay. They're, yeah, rotten. Something wrong with people who drink it, some coffee. Then I didn't have anything yet today. No? No. The old bubbly was probably a bad idea then. Straight to my head. <laughs> Straight to your head. And in terms of drinking then, because I noticed you very sneakily left out the drinks you might have had in Galway. Yeah, but like, who can remember that? A person who's trying to make a documentary about his weight loss. Yeah, but like, you don't get up in the morning and go, oh, those six beers that I had. I bet if you tried, like not now obviously, but like the night after. Unless you completely ripped the arse out of it, you probably could. No, I couldn't. Sure, who keeps track? You'd know. No. Or you'd know by how much money you spent. You maybe. How many nights in Galway did you go drinking? Twice. Twice. You probably weren't topping ten points. No, I wasn't. Like, were you, were you stoches coming out of it? First night, I was worse than... Second night, I didn't have very much. I'd maybe, I'd maybe, maybe, I'm going to say, four or five points. Like pints of Guinness, good heavy, hearty uh, country pints. Probably more than likely Guinness, yes. Fair enough. How would you feel about that as a food diary? Like I said to the game of two halves. The, the, what's the kind of the disappointing thing about it, just objectively, is that maybe one you'd done three weeks ago or four weeks ago might have been a much better one for your last one. That's true. We were, but even like last week as well, it was, it just happened to fall on a bad time. Is it not though that you just kind of forgive yourself and go, this is a festival coming up, I may as well indulge? Maybe. Also though, I will say, like I was going consistently, hell for leather, all week, I'd be in bits. But there was only one week left. Yeah. Which mean, yeah. I'm fallen. You're fallen. Fallen with like tired and flattered hunger from all the effort. <laughs> okay, it's still that's my kind of metric for the whole thing. Is it's still better than week one, Stephen? Oh, yeah, 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 way better. And even do you think if you could have those two people in a room and you just read out to week one, Stephen, what you drank and eaten while you were going, he'd be like, You pussy. I'd imagine week one, Stephen, would be very judgmental because he hadn't quite figured it out yet. Oh, probably. But you let me down. Yeah. You were the one that was supposed to carry us there. And you just you didn't even go near the finish line. You just veered over to the fucking lemonade stand. You. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Week one, Stephen, was full of full of high ideas. Maybe we should have gotten week one, Stephen, because week 12, Stephen, needs to be very forgiven of his... Uh, well, sure, we're in Galway. We may as well have the crack. Well, it's the same, though. Like, since I got back last three days, four days even... Were quite oh, yeah, no, no, the, the it home just, it is fine. It was just them two days. The home is fine. It's Galway. Yeah. Pretty still good. something that's a sort of a thing I haven't quite figured out yet, how to deal with being away. Because my routine is, is based on being at home. And when I'm, I lose my routine, everything's out the window. But there's totally that thing, like, no matter how many times you go away for a festival or... Even like when we were going doing the play, Michael Kenny and stuff. You're working, but you still treat it as a mini holiday. Because finding that kind of balance is very tough. Yeah. And when you're around people who are performers and stuff as well, you do get this kind of, oh, well, let's go mental mentality. Like, and there was efforts. Like, the chicken fillet was, uh, with garlic mash, that was an effort now to go and go, okay, we're going to do this. I'm going to stay away from the breakfast now. I'm going to wait. I'll have something at lunchtime that'll be substantial and nice yeah. and healthy. Then asshole drunk Stephen came in in the evening and went, ah, oh, fuck it, let's. <laughs> drunk Stephen is the catalyst to all of this shittiness. Um, you know, because like, there was the effort there until drunk Stephen entered the room and went, meh. So what's drunk Stephen's motto? Don't tell Adam. Sauncha. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you? We're going to take some time now to look back at the last 12, 13 weeks really, because we kind of had a well, week yeah, zero. We, we started, we yeah. Looking back, is there any kind of memorable moments? Start out with moments over the last couple of weeks, last three months even, that you kind of go, ah, oh, that's cool. I know it's kind of a, a, a lame place to start because it only happened five days ago, but I will say I absolutely <laughs> loved going on out on that board. I loved when we were out in the, the actual river itself. Was it the, the stand-up paddleboard? Yeah. It's all quite, yes. I loved when we were out in the actual river itself because it was just so 
relaxing and the weather was gorgeous and it was just like I, I could do this all day yeah yeah it just felt like oh this is yeah brilliant that was one of those ones that I regretted that I didn't do it with you like there's there haven't been too many times that I could have gone yeah. oh I wish I did that you should well. do it you should do I it. definitely would because it's it's just it's great fun it looked it it was all it, it's a generally a bad word but it wholesome good wholesome fun yeah that it looked like a good workout because your arms would have been pretty bad I wonder how you would get on because you hate water then I don't like water I'm pretty scrawny so I wouldn't be very good at paddling oh yeah but you don't need like it isn't it knocks you for six it more tires you out I don't like paddling I've been kayaking and stuff like that and didn't like it mostly because we've agreed kayaking is boring I, well, I, I don't like kayaking. <laughs> it's so boring. Because of the claustrophobic element. I but also... I just don't like it. I don't like the idea of having to keep my legs straight for a long period of time. Because then I start worrying about getting cramps. Any problems for you, it's, it's difficult. Huh? <laughs> it just, yeah, give, gives me the panics. Yeah, I know. That would, No, that was really, really good. I, and looking back at it... It's one of those things that I would definitely say to anybody. Yeah. Go meet Kev Grant. Go do some stuff with Soul Kite because they were brilliant. Looney the dog was a star. A, a surfing dog. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. It, everything about it is kind of like, huh, that's, like, again, you used the word wholesome, but there is something about it. Yeah. Having the dog out there and everything that kind of makes you go, oh, yeah, that's... Good family fun. And I just think anybody passing, seeing a dog on a surfboard, would be like, wow, that's yeah. class. Not good family fun though was uh, our trip to Galway. To go. <laughs> oh, that wasn't God. good wholesome family fun yeah. at all. No, that um, was uh, more in the adult variety. Of yeah, my aim for this thing was to bring you out of your comfort zone and to try and get you to lose weight, but to do it as through as many unconventional means as possible. Mm. So as soon as we went and did pole dancing, I knew you had to do a performance. And it's not something a lot of people say that they've done. Yeah, no. Uh, That's definitely does. a highlight for me. Is <laughs> and Stacey invited us down to the um, a sort of a showcase event, which will be, in some respects, you're kind of going, I living the dream. And there's something else in that. Just people we've met and friends we've made along the way as well is something that you kind of wouldn't have thought. Because if I had gone, just gone, okay, I'm going to lose weight. You sure you made no one on your mind? It made nobody. Yeah. It made it a whole social kind of a thing. And it was something I was kind of going, oh, you know, the PhD was an only road. Yeah. An only furrow, you know. So it was, it was nice that I basically didn't continue that lonely road that... By doing this, we met lots of people, did lots of interesting things. It was fun, like... Yeah, there's something about it. At the fitness community, they're exactly that. They're a community. Most of the stuff, we put the show out over the internet. And what you generally find about the internet is that it's full of arseholes. Mm. But the fitness community are incredibly supportive online. Yeah. You get great feedback. They're so supportive. And when you transfer that to meeting people in real life, we've met so many kind and welcoming people. You could transfer it to any other field and we wouldn't have got the same welcome we got with any of the, the fitness people we've met. I think the biggest catalyst for change in the whole of the podcast was meeting Laura though. Because that in your own life, certainly. Yeah, for me. You know, while the exercise stuff was interesting and a lot of it fed in from different angles, but for me, I think the biggest change was meeting Laura and letting her guide me. My dad. It also just... I think it came at a time whereby I was coming off the back of a lot of one pound down yeah. things and it just was like I need something to tip the scales and it and it was it was that meeting. What do you think it was about Laura? Did she scare you? No, and she doesn't have that in her personality at all that basically explained and she wasn't I don't think kind of dogmatic about anything but mm. more so here's what you need to be doing it made me conscious and conscientious about what i was i I was eating and and cooking it also made me very conscientious about my water intake and teas and coffees and all the rest of it and it just i think it came at the right time as well maybe if i'd done it in week one 
um, you'd still have that well I know best yeah yeah but it came at a time where I was getting kind of fed up it did come at a very good time because food was such a struggle for you yeah that I think that that did certainly mark a change in point now I did at the time couldn't tell whether it was a natural change in point because we were five weeks in four it was episode four we were four weeks in and maybe it was just something that happened or maybe she brought it out in you but eating was certainly a huge problem for you it was and when I like no there in the last few weeks I've had great weigh-ins pretty much in the second half of the show I've had very good weigh-ins in the first half I had crap weigh-ins yeah there was always just little pound down a pound down yeah that yeah ever since we met her there were kind of five pounds gone half a stone gone is there anything you still carry with you that she said to you see it's hard to tell because I've sort of ingrained the advice to routine. That's even better. Which means that I suppose the main thing was the idea that I need to get a balance. Now, having said that, looking at some of this, it doesn't show it, but I'm far more... No, it doesn't. (laughs) You know, I'm, I'm far more conscious of getting in my vegetables. My sugars are... Like, while I struggled so much early on as well with eating late and things... Hunger just isn't really a thing anymore for me. It's not a huge... I don't know is it that I'm able to ignore it or I don't think about it in the same way. Yeah. But it's just not... I don't kind of capitulate to it, at least. That's good. But are there any other memories that, that stick out? Any other highlights? I'd love to go back and do that slave racing again. See if I improved much of it. You lost awfully. So to, to go back and see if you could at least keep up with it. Mm. that'd be good that was with Garben in City Gym yeah again if people haven't listened to the first episode what Stephen had to do was push this weighted sled up and down a hall against one of the members of the gym and your man absolutely excuse the pun slayed you oh no I'm not <laughs> going to excuse that pun Adam it, it wasn't easy but you are a shadow of the person you used to be yeah no, to see you do it now. Now, I'm not sure if you've built up a lot more muscle, which is probably the key proponent in that. Yeah, I'm very conscious, actually, of that at the minute. As I'm moving forward, I'm kind of got very aware that that's something I'd like to do. The sleigh race or build muscle? Build muscle. I think it, we said at the very beginning of the show that five stone was the overall goal. Mm. That that's where I want to be at. And I think moving forward from here I'll probably cut back on my run and move more so to building muscle okay it means a change in routine but I think because uh, I don't want to be kind of scrawny at the end of it I'd like to don't worry but I'd like, like to be buffing cardio <laughs> what stuck out for me was how thoroughly you enjoyed yourself when we were out on the features from the very first week any positive reinforcement someone gives you your face just lights up. Yeah, I'm so pathetic. I'm <laughs> your whole presence just lights up and you go, oh, well done, Stephen. You've got a smile on your face. Every challenge we did, Yeah. you were so happy to be there, which was kind of shitty for me because I was going, oh, let's organise these things and he's going to hate. Let's get him powerlifting. Loved it. Yeah. Pole dancing. Loved it. You were great at it. And the roller of the skating. The ro- the yeah, derby. the roller derby was brilliant because... That achieved exactly what I wanted. You fell on your hoop. Yeah, repeatedly. And tied again, which was good. But that was probably the only thing I could say you weren't good at. And I think because you weren't good at it, you didn't commit yourself fully to it. Yeah. Well, I'd say there was lots of things I wasn't good at, but I was able to do. Whereas that was one that was kind of bordering on just being incompetent. Your biggest success of any challenge was the runway run. Yeah. Because you set yourself a goal of an hour and you beat it by 10. Uh, by 13. By 13. You were so happy when you yeah. beat that. Do you think that's your biggest moment or is there something you think that you'll go, I'm way more proud? Like that, that's very satisfying because I had no idea what I'd come in at. And fair play to Nick and Neil as well. They were very supportive in the, the whole endeavour. Mm. and also in some respects they sort of they cast a light on what I should be at where I should you know I know I was uh, well behind them but they sort of set a bar for me in some respects and I didn't want to be so far behind them 
you weren't that far. I mean, you knew Nick was going to demolish Oh, yeah, you. yeah. Well, Nick was... Although we shouldn't know. have said that now because that 10 seconds or that point ten of a second is really the thing that crucified him. Yeah. You weren't that far behind, Neil. You did, like you just said, you bet it by 13 minutes. It was. It was satisfying to, to come in at a, a respectable time. Again, you have to remember, I don't know what I was weighing in at at that point. You know, and I was still over 17 stone doing it. So it was... Everything, that's your whole reaction to everything now is, what would I do it in now? And when would well, I get now? there is that bit of, of kind of, okay, yeah. Because even when I'm just out from my bit of a jog, one of the things about it is I can now do my jog without thinking about it. I just go into the zone and I, I kind of go into autopilot and I just run along. Now, today I was in bits this morning when I went for my run. It was like my body was just kind of chanting, go home, go home. Go home. Every step I took, it was really... Uh, like a Brexiter. Are there any other changes you found in your hmm. body? I'm going to go back there. That was a good uh, a good little reference to throw in. <laughs> Thank but you. Are there, are there any other changes you found in your body since? Oh, yeah. And confidence as well. Just social confidence. You sort of generally dismiss yourself a lot when you're very obese. Whereas I have an awful lot more confidence now. So are there any situations now that you've noticed that you would have written yourself out of that now you're going to go and strutting in, happy out? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is in my own hurling of football. You know, I'm competitive now. Having this all done, do you think you'd walk into your gag club and be like, bigger, smaller, better person now? Yeah, definitely. Utilise me. Definitely, yeah. What yeah. about in just walking down the street, catching yourself in car mirrors or how you think people are receiving you? Well, I will say I'm sort of, big, but it's natural enough, I think. I'm very um, conscious of the change in, in my weight. I wore my Tottenham jersey today, and a few weeks ago this wasn't fitting me at all, and now it fits me comfortably. I went to, I had a cousin, he's a priest in America, and he came back to say Mass on Sunday, and it was the first time that my family gathered since my granduncle died before I ever started this. Their reaction alone was very, uh, you know, I, I think they were so surprised that I had lost so much weight in that period of time. What did they say to you? My grand-aunt was, and, and my cousin were just amazed. They were asking me about what I was doing and how I'd achieved it. She had told her sister, and her sister rang my house that evening and was asking about it. Wow. So, you know, the, well, it is that prominent uh, a change so what about low points then? Obviously, when I got up in the thing first, because you kind of go, oh, this is so public, and you're getting up in scales. I was heavier than I had thought I was going to be. I was nearly 19, yeah. Your favourite age? <laughs> <laughs> and that was a huge shock. It was a huge shock. It was... It also made it so much harder, I think, it, 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 uh, initially. Because I was going, oh, I don't even want to count this stuff. Yeah, I remember you being like, oh, it's worse now that I have to get down from yeah. 18. You're losing the same amount of weight, but going from a higher thing seemed to really mess with your motivation. It did. Also, those weeks where I was getting one pound down, that was so freaking demoralising. And was there nothing, because it's, it, it's all about a balance. So was there never a moment that you went, well, I'm reaping what I saw. I'm only losing the effort that I put in. But I didn't feel I was... Like, I, f I felt in the last few weeks I've been putting in a similar effort and getting a lot more out of it. But I think it was, it was just the dieting needed more tailoring. Yeah. At that point. Because I felt I was putting in a, a, a big effort, but I just wasn't getting it out of it. Whereas in the last few weeks I felt I was putting in a good effort. And I was satisfied because I was reaping the benefits. Okay, any other low points? I think, like, when we got on the Anton Savage show, I don't know what week that was. I was still over 18 stone. And at that point, I kind of went, well, this is going to be the most public failure ever. <laughs> it was very cool to get on Today FM with it. For me, obviously, there was nowhere near as much skin off my back as there was off yours. Because I was going on going, oh yeah, this is the show I'm, I'm producing and recording with my mate. But for you, the personal this, investment. Was, this was to go, I'm on the radio because I'm fat. Yeah. That can't have been easy. The thing, and I've often thought about it, and even, you know, over the time, I've often thought about 
the thing and I kind of go, well, everyone can already see I'm fat. It's no secret here. Like, what am I hiding exactly? It's not like yeah. it's not like I've I've a, a pillow up the front of my shirt. <laughs> I am quite clearly fat. Yeah. So wh- why hide the fact? Embrace it and lose it. And I'm also conscious about other people who might be embracing change in lifestyle. It's the same. When we first started, Cy Woods said he was going to keep your. Yeah, and hopefully, I hope hope you did. You did. But for other people, I I was kind of conscious of this because I've uh, probably a thicker neck than most anyway. God knows I, I did get up on the stage doing that burlesque dance. So That was fabulous though. It really was. I never like that's something you never would have thought you would have ever done. Yeah. To be pulling parts of a suit off yourself on stage at a burlesque night. Brilliant. Well done. That was that's fantastic. What a neck. <laughs> but yeah, so I am aware that for me it's it's probably in some respects an easier thing I'm but I do think it it should maybe be an attitude that people are aware they can take if they're seeking to lose weight. That, you know, if you are a certain weight, you're not hiding it. Okay. Embrace so, it. Tolstoy, let's summarize this bitch. If you're going to give some advice to Stephen of 12 weeks ago and everybody else trying to do the same, what do you, what do you want to tell them? going to say where that cashmere jumper more it is fabulous (laughs) i will say explore possibilities for weight loss don't dwell on solitary things also like we set out this with the health binge it was 12 weeks and i was going to lose loads of weight in that 12 weeks funnily enough i set out in 12 weeks and i did lose loads of weight didn't maybe lose (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well done, Stephen. I can see patting yourself on the back. I didn't lose a ridiculous amount. And I'm also aware that I think, like in 2011, when I had lost a lot of weight, I lost four stone in 10 weeks. Don't do that to me. Uh, it's you've me. just said that you've lost more weight in less time. In less time. Yeah, but I don't. Rendering my entire job for the last three fucking months. Entirely fucking pointless. But the thing is, I think. Oh, I I think this was a far more healthy way of doing it. Oh no! Don't give a fuck. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) I think this was a far more healthy way of doing it. I feel that. He says, swilling a glass of bubbly. (laughs) I I feel that I can embrace the benefits of routine and and healthy eating a lot more from this, because. The last one was unhealthy. Unhealthy. Okay. And this one, funnily enough, despite it started its title of health binge, while I did lose a lot of weight... It became more rounded as you became less rounded. Exactly. So to make a smooth segue from that, if you're giving advice from the things you've actually learned and the most hands-on things you've learned are from the challenges, what do you think is the most helpful activity and challenge that we've done so far which i'll just remind you and while i'm doing that i want to express our huge thanks to everybody who's helped us out so far which is gar ben from city gym stacy spikes at spikes bone fitness sarah skiing and the entire team from limerick roller derby laura slattery from healthy ever after paolo farina from capoeira camara cork naya maloney from shannon airport who ran the shannon runway run nick kennedy Nick who's fucking just Kennedy. Nick the Dirty Circus and all who sail within her in Galway Fran Rowan from Intensity Fitness Spinning Studio and Kev Grant from Soul Sop these were all incredibly different activities if you were to recommend something that would put someone in good shape where would you point them I don't think I could overlook Laura's Ooh. I don't think I could o- overlook Laura Slattery's uh it came for me at such a right time and I learned an awful lot and it sort of put me in the right direction. Now obviously everything there if you are committing yourself to it whereas we were sort of oh, we were only buffet, buffet style yeah. uh, fitness you know obviously if you're going to the gym consistently Garben would be fantastic if you want to get build up agility and strength, Stacy, 
balance you could get in touch with uh, oh no there, the there's no doubt there. that they're you all know, fantastic in their but own I, I do think for me personally um, it was uh, food was the biggest problem for that's, me that's, and therefore I think it was the one that turned the game that's casting no aspersions on any of the rest of them they were all so professional yeah they were but excellent. I think it was it was more so that I learned so much from it that I could move forward with are there any of them that you could never see yourself doing again or look at and go I am never I, going to do burlesque dancing <laughs> on stage again that's just <laughs> goes without saying I think is there anything then that you can't believe you've done or you're kind of amazed with yourself that you've accomplished I love the um, just looking through them there in the list there's parts of me kind of going mm, I'd love to get the capoeira I'd go again actually yes capoeira was good and we also learned a lot about the culture yeah there, which was very interesting but I think I'd like to give the capoeira a spin again, just even to see, you know, has my agility and things improved? Much it's all very much rooted in how you've improved. Yeah. And I, I'm looking at it as well, and I'm thinking of doing a bit more spinning when I'm finished, yeah, over the winter maybe. Winter would be a good time for spinning. Yeah, I think it really would. Well, we're talking with the people we've gone to meet on the show. I think we should take some time to thank the people who've actually taken the time to listen to us. We've put out, this is going to be our 12th hour of garbage talking about your own life on the internet. So absolutely thank you to everybody who's given up all those hours to listen to us over the last three months. And I've been amazed with the reaction that we've gotten and how far this has spread. We've got listeners in over 25 countries. That's crazy. The world. I'm going to list a couple of them. We've got people all over Ireland, America, Britain, Spain, Australia, Canada, Brazil, the Czech Republic, Ecuador, Germany, Latvia, India, Argentina, Singapore and Laos. I don't know anyone in Laos. That's incredible that all these people are listening to my boys in Laos. (laughs) Thank you, everybody, from all corners of the world. Yeah, thanks a million for for listening listening to this. And the people who send messages and things, you know, oftentimes it was very encouraging to receive them and... And it was just, it was nice to, because sometimes you kind of go, oh, are we just shouting into the ether here? But Is there only one message in particular that you found really spurred you on? There was. There was one particular message from somebody whom uh, I, I play sports with. And I felt it was, didn't, it struck me as being something that took a bit of effort to make the, that they might have thought about it before they made contact. And it made, meant a lot to me in that regard. I think they are, the audience are just as important a part as ourselves yeah. and, and the coaches because otherwise and we're just talking to nobody. And you kind of hope that, you hope that um, it might have inspired somebody else who, who was struggling to kind of go grab the bull by the horns and then eat it. And then eat it, <laughs> yes. And if there's anybody who just likes to torture their mates, I hope it would inspire them to make a show. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody, very much for Thank listening. Thank you. Thinking about the future then. You obviously still have that goal in your mind of losing five stone. Yeah. This is me washing my hands now. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a special in like a year and see where you're at. But for now... Oh, but don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that, that means I've got to keep this, <laughs> keep this going for over a year. Where um, do you see the future going? I... Well, I'm going to hit the... 13, 12, that's going to be the point. But I don't want to continue doing it in exactly the same manner that I have been doing it. I want to move on to building weights because I feel as I'm getting down near the point, I could end up just being very scrawny and then would struggle to build muscle. If you build muscle, it weighs more than fat and all the rest of it. So it would probably extend the time it would take for me to reach my goal. But at least I would like to be like a brick shit house at the end. How do you think your motivation is going to keep with that when you don't have me to be giving out to you for eight? I've got my routine though. Well, we, we I, think it, I think it will be a lot harder in some respects because if we did the podcast on a Tuesday, then somewhere around Friday I'm kind of going, oh shit, it's coming back around to Tuesday again. Yeah. Then I've had to really pull the, you know, pull the finger out and go, okay, got to get this on board. It's something that I've, noted that has been a big setback is the excuse binge of it all and even when you went to Galway it's evident that 
you're very forgiving of yourself if you want something. If you have don't have this podcast to rely on, how are you going to motivate yourself to keep away from the takeaways more than once a week? Or to keep going running I'm when going you to, feel tired? I'm going to keep weighing in. And since we already have the Snapchat and the pages, I'm going to probably try and keep that tipping over. Maybe put up my weekly weigh-in for myself. Just keep it going for until I reach my actual finish line. And what happens then? Is it a slow race back to 18, 12? No. Like, I'm, I'm hoping, like I have my graduation, which is all sitting at the back of my mind. That'll be January. Yeah. I'm hoping to be bang on my perfect weight and how I want to look at that time, which will also then feed into next season. Hurling season. Yeah, hurling yeah. football. Which then will ho- I'll hopefully get motivation. I'm just hoping nothing goes wrong in terms of, like even just we were saying their down points, like when I hurt my hamstring, that was a potentially a big setback. Yeah. I'm just hoping there won't be something big that kind of just throws me on my ass. Your ever-diminishing ass. When I dislocated my elbow that time, that came at a point when I was really working hard at losing weight. Yeah. And everything went out the window. So maybe the, the lesson there is to not be so forgiving of indulgence and yes. I th- And I do think routine is key. Yes. Okay, so that's the future. I hope it sticks. Yeah. We'll come back maybe be, in, in... Hopefully won't see some sort of Mayan apocalypse and there will be a future well the moment of truth the moment of truth the final one a bit nervous uh, should be she pissed it all up a tree now it's not going to be worth it yeah I don't want to pull a Nick Kendi so where are we aiming now three stone three stone that's going to be 15 12 are you going to be very upset if you don't hit it I'd be disappointed yeah I put in a big effort big effort okay well if there was a drum I would roll it Oh. Your very last way in. Very last way in. Mounting the scales. Well. 1512. 1512. Three stone. Bang on three stone. High five. Congratulations to you, sir. Thank you, Well done. I've been doing some calculations that I thought we might be just a bit of fun see what you might have lost so the amount of weight you've lost is equal to 32 tubs of butter 1150 digestive biscuits 80 big macs 69 blocks of cheese 30 pints of guinness 466 packets of potatoes 1436 freddo bars 25 loaves of bread or two percent of a toyota yaris which is 0.05 percent of your own toyota yaris because it's full of crap true enough that's kind of mad when you isn't it? 30 points of Guinness is the one that got me because you'd think... Well, anthem with liquid in it is always heavy. 80 Big Mac, 69 blocks of cheese. 69 blocks of cheese. You've lost 69 blocks of cheese. It's a lot of cheese to be eaten. Well, you still do eat a lot of cheese. True. That's brilliant. It is. Congratulations, man. You're, you should Thank be very proud of yourself. Thank you. Three stone lost in three months. Three stone in three months. How did you feel? I'm kind of delighted. I'm just chuffed. I'm chuffed. I'm chuffed I didn't pull any Kennedy. Yes, it wouldn't be good for you to pull any Kennedy, to be fair. Excellent. I'm really proud of you. That's made it worthwhile for... Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, fuck it up. A different man. You're a different man. You're black now. People can't see that, but you're black <laughs> now. Well done. Congratulations. Thank you. 69 blocks of cheese. Right, we've done the weigh-in. We've got your final weight. That means that you have to hand on your cookbook to someone. Before we announce that, tell us how you've got on with your cookbook. Grind to put in 10 recipes. You've surely had more than 10 recipes. I can maybe expand it a bit more. Expand it, expand it. I, I would feel totally ripped off if I only got 10 recipes. I know, but it's a really nice notebook. It's got this pretend. It's got a little cartoon, cartoon at the bottom of each page. That's no excuse. That is totally no excuse. That's like... I'll put in a personal note as well. Put in a personal note and add in as many recipes as you can. Yeah. Does it look nice? Did you do little drawings and stuff on, on the... Sorry, I've got a cold all week, so my, I'm going to have a very nasal speaking in this episode. You're going to have to hand that on to someone now, and now's the point where we decide who. We ran a competition asking people to guess your final weight. 
Got the top three answers. And given your final weight that we were just coming at, which is? 15 stone and 12 pounds. Fran has guessed 16 stone 8. Breed has guessed 16 stone 2. And Emma Coffey has guessed 15 10. Ah, so I disappointed her. <laughs> but she is still the closest. Now it is on to you to get her that notebook. Emma, if you're listening, you got to message the page and give us an address to post out this book to. Unless you'd like to. It's got nice cartoons of Desperate Dan. It's got very nice cartoons of Desperate Dan. Congratulations on being the closest to Stephen's weight. If only he'd actually reached that. Yeah. <laughs> nice or two pounds. Thank you very much for entering the competition and we'll get that notebook out to you as quick as we can. This is usually where I say, well, that's another week done, but that's, that's all of it done. That's all of it done. Now I am fabulous. What is your first thing you're going to do now as a free man not making a documentary about his health and weight anymore? Are you going to go straight to a chipper? No, I'm actually going to go for a walk. For a walk? Ew. Very good. How do you feel now? As a person, I'm, I will say I'm chuffed. I'm chuffed with the the hit and the three stone because it was three stone on the button. Yeah, it's mad. Yeah, and also fully in the knowledge that uh, once you get past like for the five stone, one stone something doesn't sound half as bad as two stone. You know, in your own head, yeah. you're kind of going, okay, I'm going to keep going. And it's uh, true. Yeah, it's true. It's just it's sort of you know I'm over the over the hill. So have you learned anything in the grander arc of things? I have about yourself? nothing. <laughs> Straight back to the different bars. <laughs> yeah, I'm sort of curious, like, because all of this happened in a sort of a, a vacuous summer, whereby I had no job, I was just finished in college. Oh, what do you want to do when you become a real adult? Yeah, yeah. Th- that's, that's the next podcast, Stephen becomes an adult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the edge of 30. <laughs> well, it's a new challenge, it's a mm. new thing, but you're coming at it as an entirely newer person. A less fatter person. Thank you very much to everybody who's taken part in the show, both as a guest and as a member of the audience in the last three months. It's been an incredibly fun... Savoury experience. <laughs> It's been incredibly fun and tough journey at the same time, but I think we've... Yeah. We're bigger people after it. <laughs> you haven't lost all that weight after <laughs> Surprise! It's actually all been Photoshop. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening, as usual. I've been Adam Lahey, and a shadow of his former self is... Mr. Stephen Ryan. Chalk it down. <laughs>